Evening guys, how are we all? A little bit early tonight, but I thought I would just get started anyway. Give me two seconds, I've lost my pen. Where's my pen? Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hope you're, oh there it is. Hope you're all well. A um, couple of you in the lounge already. Alyssa, I can see you've got your hand up. Um, I will come to you first in just a second. Um, as I always say, guys, you know that I'm recording this because Patrick puts it on the podcast that we let out each week um, in a bid to help other people um, answer their questions as well. And also I'm live on TikTok, but you guys know that anyway. Um, I just, I kind of like to say that because if you're asking a question, I want you to know that there's a lot more people listening than just in the lounge, okay? Right, let's kick off with Alyssa. So, Alyssa, whenever you're ready, you can ask me a question. Just on mute. Oh, you're on mute, Alyssa. Oh, that's Hello. us. Hi, Alyssa. There we go. I can hear you now. It was it was me. I okay. had you on mute. What's your question? Okay. okay. My question is, um, I have a, a hearing on the 16th of this month regarding going to America for a visit um, with my children. Um, my my question is. Um, if the judge, for whatever reason, declines my my petition, basically, and says I'm not able to take the children with me, um, and I have to go because my stepmother is very ill and I have to leave the country and see them, is there a way that I can stop my husband from bringing my children over to his mother all day long? Not really. If you're not in the country and dad has parental responsibility... Um, then he can exercise that. What can I do in order to be able to not, like, I'm trying to, like, avoid my children being at their grandparents all day, every day. How do I, is there anything that I can do regarding that? No. As, as I just said, if you're not in the country and the children are therefore residing with dad, then dad can exercise his PR which means that he can leave the children with whomever he sees fit whilst he's at work, for example. Even if it's not emotionally safe for the children? Well, you'd, you'd have to prove that. You'd have to prove that to the judge. Okay. Okay. How would, how would I be able to do that? Well, I think first of all, you'd have to ask the question, you know, while I'm not here, can can they not can they only have restricted contact with the mother-in-law? Um, well, their, their, their grandmother. Court's not going to like that. So then you're going to have to show why it's not in the children's best interest. But I'll be honest with you, Alyssa, you are going to struggle because you won't be in the country. So, you know, it's going to be really hard for you to monitor that. Do you know what I, I mean? Because even even if the court agreed with you to a certain extent, how do we know? We don't really know, do we? Because you're not here. You can't see what's going on. The children may not tell you. Um, it's just going to be really hard to enforce, I think. I see. All right. Okay. Okay. All right, thank you. Thanks, Alyssa. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Next person with their hand up is Bongs. Bongs. Hi. Hello. Um, my question is regarding um, shared custody yeah. of my stepdaughter. I live with the dad. Yeah. And recently we just moved um, about 30 minutes away from her school and mum lives 20 minutes away from her school. Yeah. And we're applying for court to have like a 2255 arrangement. Um, I was wondering what are the best like... Sorry, sorry, what, in what, the best interest of the child what, to make sure that, you know, the judge can see that we're trying to put the child first rather than go against the mum or make her lose control of some sort or anything. Can I just ask you, what's a 225 arrangement? 
So she's with us for two days, then her mum for two days, then five days with us, then five days with her mum. Oh, so I see. It, it evens out. So during the week, she's with either pe- either parent for two days, and then over the weekend, there's five days with either parent. Okay, what is is that? Is that the go at the moment? Is that the routine at the moment? Yeah, well, right now we've got her every other weekend from Friday to Sunday. Yeah. And then half of the all the holidays as well. Yeah. But that was because before we were living really far away. We were living like three hours away. Okay. So we decided to move down closer so that we're able to be involved in like a school life a bit more. And right. be able to take her to school and pick her up and stuff so, like that. So what's your question to me? Do you think the court's going to go for a 2255? Yeah, like, is that something that's viable for a six-year-old, even though obviously she's been used to having her mum as the primary yeah. carer all this time for the past six years? I think, is I it think something the courts would allow? Uh, they'll allow whatever they feel is in the child's best interest, but I think where you may struggle is the status quo at the moment is that she's not doing that. So it would be very disruptive then, or it could be seen as being disruptive to the child to then go from having alternate weekends and half of holidays to now having her week split up and being, you know, a one house for half of the week and another house for half of the week. It, it will come down to what's in the best interest of the child. And if you can convince the court that that is a good um, thing for her, then the court will, will might be minded to go with that. There is no right or wrong in children's applications. It is, as I say, whatever's in the child's best interests. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay? Yeah. Cool. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Um, Aggie Baggy, you are next up. What's your question? Hiya, thank you so much. That's okay. Um, my partner has uh, got two children. Um, he divorced from his partner um, and she declared him as a dangerous, violent man. He's never been arrested, never been charged with anything. She then ran away with the kids all the way up to Newcastle and we're in London. Um, he's been divorced for four years and uh, about four or five years now. Um, She is stopping contact as and when she wants to. He has done supervised visits and has been deemed safe. Um, She stops and starts the contact as and when. um, So they'll they'll have phone calls, video calls, and then she'll stop them. Um, And then the biggest one was we went up to see them and she allowed all of us, myself, my son, um, and my partner to all go up and see the children um, over a weekend recently. We then come home and said, well, can we have the children um, here in London for the next holiday? She's refused point blank. She stopped him from seeing them again. Um, Where do we go from here? (laughs) Child derangements order. I mean, you've got to get a child arrangements order. Clearly, I mean, I wouldn't advise that you let it go on any longer, um, but you have to just make an application using a C100 for a child arrangements order. You know what, I say this every evening, but what people, a lot of people don't appreciate is that the law's very clear in that it's the children's right to have a relationship with both parents. So, so I think just make your make your application, put it into court. You are asking the judge for a suitable framework of contact so the children can see both parents. Um, you obviously live a very long way away from each other, um, so it's going to be difficult to have the reaction of those children. 
when they saw their dad. I, I, I sobbed. Yeah. I absolutely saw. Well, I look, tell him, tell him, pieces. tell him to do his C one hundred. Um, it'll have to be in the in the court nearest to where the children live, so he'll be doing it up in Newcastle. Okay. okay. Yeah. Great. Thanks. Okay. All right um, then. Because she's sorry. The other thing is that she's also refused mediation as well. So right, that's okay. She doesn't need to go to mediation. It's not compulsory. The mediator right, will still okay. give him the MyAMS forms, and he can attach that to the C one hundred. You've been an absolute star. Thank you so, so much. Pleasure. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Quick question on TikTok. At what age does a child arrangements order stop? It's 16. So once the children get to 16, um, they're no longer um, privy to that child arrangements order. Okay. Uh, Vicky, you are next on my list. What's your question? Hiya. Can you hear me? Yeah. Basically, well, it's me and my husband split in April because he was cheating on me. And we've got four children. Well, we've got five children, but one passed away and we've got four now. It's alive. And he's threatening to constantly take them from me. He's a drunk, drug dependent on weed, cannabis. He's got a temper. He's actually threatened to burn my house down if I don't let him have contact with the children alone. Yeah. Where do I go? What 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 do you think I'm going to say? Honestly, that what to the first dot, the one before me. <laughs> exactly. No, no, you you don't have to apply for a child arrangements order. If he's the one that wants to see them and you've got welfare concerns, Vicky, you exercise your parental responsibility and you just say no. I've got you don't have to explain yourself. You've got welfare concerns, no. He then would have to make a child arrangements application. And then if he also as well, he had one woman involved with their life. He split with them, the one that he was cheating on me with, and now he's got another girlfriend. He's been with her all of two weeks and wants to introduce her to the kids. I'm like, no, I don't think so. Because bearing in mind one of my child has got ADHD. Yeah. And the other one has got global development delay. Okay. And several issues. So obviously they don't do changes. Yeah. But what, what I would say there is that that's a whole other um, argument because the court would say, look, if we find him safe to have the children, then he can exercise his PR when the children are with him. OK, so I, I, w I wouldn't even don't even worry about that for now. You're just saying to him, I don't think the children will be safe with you. Um, end of. If he wants to make a child arrangements application, then let him. When you then go to court um, to... Um, address that application, you can then let the court know of your concerns and they will investigate it, all right? Because what do I do, like, if obviously he goes up to the school and takes them? Because well, if, if, you, if you think he's going to do that, then you need to be making an application for a prohibited steps order to stop him taking the children from you without your permission or without further order from the court. Right, okay. So right. it's a pretty, ew, I can't say a word. The, I'm just, for. Yeah, it's a PSO. It's on the C100 form, so it's the same form, and you've got a couple yeah. of choices, and you're going to tick PSO. Okay. All right? Brilliant. All right, thank you. Thanks, Vicky. Bye. Yeah, bye. Um, main Gymnastics, happy birthday for tomorrow. Saw your um, little message there earlier on. Charlotte D, what's your question? Hi. Um, are you able to answer a question um, about relationship where we weren't married? Yes. So I was in a relationship for 13 years and I've got three children and I lived in his house. Um, the relationship broke down and I moved out of his house. I was I was able to rehouse myself and the children and get a mortgage. 
um, got a very tight budget. Um, I did um, proceed with a solicitor to try and get some, um, like a lump sum off him to help um, with, the, say, the decoration of the new house and the beds for the kids, etc. But um, and and he agreed to give me twelve thousand um, pounds as long as I had a separation agreement written up. So I had all that done and he got sent the separation agreement um, and since then he's refused to sign it, refused to give me any money um, and I'm just wondering what my next steps would be. Obviously it's got quite costly involving a solicitor. Um, it, is it worth me pursuing this £12,000 because I've already spent like four grand with solicitor? Um or should I just give up and um, just want yeah. to know what to do next, really? Yeah, no, I understand, Charlotte. Um, can I just clarify, have you made an application to the court so far? Have you made a Schedule 1? No, nothing. No, OK. And how long have you been negotiating through solicitors? Um, we, I did it for about a year with him. Um, and I've just left it two years now because... I got it got really stressful and I got some not very nice letters from his solicitor and it just affected what? me. Yeah, no, I, I understand. Yeah, no, it, um, it's it's tough. What does your yeah. solicitor say that you're entitled to? I think that it's difficult for me to to advise you without knowing more about your case. I mean, the starting point is always when you go to see a solicitor, this is my problem. What is my solution? Okay, so if I was advising somebody with regard to a Schedule 1, I'd be letting them know this is what I think, you know, because I'd have to know what his income is. And I'd, please don't tell yeah. me any of this on this platform. But I, I would then be advising you, okay, if you make a Schedule 1 application, this is what you need to be asking for, either a lump sum mm -hmm. of X amount or yeah. monthly payments of X amount. So yeah. once you know what you're entitled to or what you think you're, you know, you're going to get at court, you can then start negotiation. Now, generally, what I would suggest is we either negotiate for a period of time, so two to three months, or a certain budget. You know, sometimes clients will say, look, let's throw £500 at negotiation. If we haven't got any further, then we're going to go to court. Yeah. And that's called okay. almost having a strategy around it. So for you yeah. to come in and say, we've been negotiating for a year, I then left it for two years because his solicitor was being a bit intimidating. It yeah. is probably, you need to shift your focus, Charlotte, or your solicitor does. What are you entitled to? Have you got yeah. that? Is it worth going to court? Because if your solicitor thinks you're only going to get a 10,000 lump sum or a 12,000 lump sum, it's going to cost you that to go to court. Yeah, this is... Um... This is my um, so, my, my my worry um, with with costs, court costs, and solicitors' costs. Yeah. So um, and, and there's obviously there's. Am I right in saying that there's no legal aid for family um, issues? No. No, not unless there's domestic violence. But this is yeah. where you need to go to your solicitor because you're you're always in control. This is your case, okay? Yeah. You need to go to your solicitor and say, right, this is the position. I really mm -hmm. do need this amount of money. Am I entitled yeah. to it? How much is it going to cost me to get there? You need yeah. more information, Charlotte, before you can make that decision. Okay. Okay. Um, one one other thing is is yeah. that um, with my budget to buy the house and get a mortgage, I've got three children and I've got like a two bedroom house. I'm sharing a room with my son, and um, he's eleven. 
can I ask for also finances to help uh, say extend the house to make another bedroom is that is that unreasonable or no what? no it's not I mean look if, if you need financial help in in order to um, look after the children all of that is part of the schedule one but the okay. specifics that you're asking me Charlotte have to be directed to your solicitor because yeah, again okay. it's pointless me saying yes or no I have no idea what the man earns and and what yeah. you know what what he has coming in Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. okay. All That's the best. Been very helpful. Thank Good. you. Good. I'm glad. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Uh, JSB, you are next on my list. What's your question? JSB, you're on mute. You're on mute. Take yourself off mute and then I can hear you. Okay. I'm going to go to Jam Jar. Jamjar, what's your question? Hello. Hello. Hi. Oh, hang on. Am I speaking to Nat? Oh, hi there. Sorry. Yeah, so no, sorry. it's it's sorry, fine. I it's button quick enough. So sorry. That's all right, Nat. What's your question? Um. Okay. Sorry, I've I've, uh, I've flummoxed myself. Um, okay. So. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I'm going through the financial section um, of the courts at the minute with my with my ex, um, and there's um domestic abuse involved yeah my legal aid still hasn't gone through yeah um so still waiting on that um, my question is um the first court hearing went ahead without me um and decisions were made without me there i wasn't able to access the hearing um and one of those decisions was that my ex is able to i've only just found this out today apparently he's able to access my house um they, his list has given me a number of dates um when he's just allowed to come into the house and have free access to the house yeah um and get all of his belongings yeah um and i just i mean that's completely flummoxed me because as far as i was aware he's you know he's not really allowed to come anywhere near me and that goes against everything i've been told by all my yep. domestic uh, abuse support workers um yeah Go on, Nat. What's so is your there question? anything I can do about that? I mean, I'm happy for him to have all of his stuff. I have it yep. all boxed ready for him. Can I ask you, Nat? Is has it has it been court ordered that he come into the house? Well, this is what um, his solicitor is saying. I yeah, mean, but I'm but Nat, has to, it? But yeah, but, but has it been court ordered? I wasn't, I wasn't able to get into the hearing. Okay. Um, and I, I said, but this you will have court, seen. So but you will have seen a copy of the order. So has it been court yes, ordered? So I, Yes, so I have the order, yeah. So it has been court order that he comes into the house? Yeah, that he yeah. comes okay. into the house, even though the, the judge, you know, he's well aware of the domestic abuse involved. I mean, he had a if letter from my yeah, if, doctor and... Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm just going to jump in that because I don't, I don't need to know any more, um, any more yeah, to the story. Um, if it's been court ordered, then you, you have to let him in unfortunately um you know if it hadn't been caught or that i would say no it's it's unusual if there's a non-molestation or an injunction in place for the for the um court to then make a further order maybe their thinking is that actually um you know he just comes in on a set day on a set time and that's it and gets his belongings my 
concern would be obviously you shouldn't be there Nat because you are no. um, a victim of domestic violence but if you could have somebody else there that could make yeah. sure that A he doesn't trash the place and B he doesn't yeah. take anything that he's not supposed to but if it's court yeah, ordered concern, yeah, yeah have have so, even if it's just a couple of friends you know just have somebody else there that you give permission for them just just to stand there um, or, or even you know if the police will help they may not help because obviously this has been court ordered but um, definitely have somebody there. But because it's court ordered, Nat, you're going to have to let it go ahead, okay? Okay. All right. Um, and also, they're saying the solicitor, um, the estate agents, I have to pick out of a list. Yeah. Um, and that I have to pay for it, and it's that they're charging me for the solicitors, to, the estate so, agents, again, to, to evaluate the house. Yeah. Again, that that's that's normal, but parties will share the costs. So you need to go back and challenge that. Normally, parties will share the costs. Okay. Okay? Okay, thank you. All right, you. then. Thank you. Thanks, Nat. Bye. Um, I'm going to come to uh, JSB in just a second. A quick question on TikTok. Can work deny me doing the school runs? Yes, they can. Um, if you have an order that says that you are to collect your children, your workplace isn't obliged to, to run with that order because that, that will depend on your employment contract. So, you know, you're, you're effectively asking your employer potentially for flexible working hours, okay? Um, JSB, what's your question? I still can't hear you, unfortunately. I'm going to pop you back into the audience and then I'll raise your hand again. Sometimes that works. Any other suggestions, Pad? No. Okay, I'll pop you back into the audience. I'm going to come to Jamjar. What's your question? Oh, can't hear you either, Jamjar. So sorry. Hello. Uh, hello, Sam Survivor, I can hear you. What's your question? Hello, Sam Survivor, I can hear you. What's your question? Um, it was just basically, um, my ex and I, there is a non-molestation order and an occupation order. I've used my parental rights to basically say he's not allowed contact because it's not safe for the children um social services and the police agree with this however in the long term i was wondering how i would go about possibly removing his pr so that i can change their names because when my concern is when the case goes to court i don't want the children to face backlash because they have his name if that makes sense no, I totally understand. Very difficult to remove parental responsibility. Um, I, I will tell you that, Sam. To remove parental responsibility. Oh. Um, I, I will um, tell you that, Sam. Remove... Yeah, perfect. Just... Perfect, Sam. Thank you for that. You've put yourself onto, onto mute. I was just getting some feedback there. Um, hopefully you can still hear me. But what I would say is that you, um, you can change their names now if he won't give his permission that's fine you make an application to the court using a C C1 application um, but yeah trying to remove his parental responsibility is harder I'm not saying it can't be done um, but it generally has to be even more extreme and I know that seems awful for me to say but more extreme than a non-mol um, generally names uh, PRs removed where you know th there's been something really serious so you know um, paedophilia something like that but changing the name I think um, will, will be slightly easier for you and as I say if he doesn't give his permission just make your application to the court and the court will decide okay he doesn't give 
permission. Does that help, Sam? Yeah, so if once, obviously, it's gone to court and he's convicted, yeah. one of the charges is from when I was 14 and he was nearly 40. Okay, Would then... Would that be enough to get Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, obviously, wait wait until the, the verdict's, um, verdict's in. But yes, absolutely, that would be a, a good reason, solid reason that that's, the court would consider it, yes. That's perfect. That's what I wanted to know because, okay. as I said, I don't want them to have his name. Yeah, no, understandably. Obviously, I just want to make sure that they're safe, basically. Yeah, absolutely. No, I get that. Okay. All right, Sam, thanks for the question. No problem. Thank you. Bye. Uh, Laura, you are next on my list. What's your question? Hello. Hello. Hi. Um, I have spoken to you before. Um, it's about the same situation. Um, it's, what it is really is I went uh, through what you said about doing the C100. I've been here before with the kids. Um, there is an arrangement in place. Um, just about just before the summer holidays, it came about that um, my ex that I haven't been with for four and a half years assaulted my son. Um, and police are involved in everything like that. Um, it's been an absolute nightmare to get social services involved involved in my side because they obviously don't see a safeguarding problem or anything like that. However, um, my daughter has been affected. She's become violent herself. Um, now, I have gone back to do the C, um, C100. Again, I have currently do that with my solicitor. Um, I'm just kind of like a bit worried now because... It's what I've done is it's um I've basically asked for that the kids stay in my care until social services and the courts deem him safe to have contact only, um because obviously what's happened with my son, um I don't feel like it's a good place for the kids to stay anymore, um I'm just kind of, my question really is is um what is the likelihood of the court like being on my side? because social services are um, involved with him and his wife and their uh, child and her child um, on that side, and he is not allowed to be alone with the children without um, an adult being present. Um, so obviously, because I, think... I have no parental responsibility for them children, I don't know what's going on there, and I've kind of been left in limbo in that kind of aspect. Yeah, no, just I... a little bit. Yeah, okay, Laura. So what, what I would say there is that the court will always be guided by social services and or CAFCAS. So yeah. if you haven't had a section 47 done yet um, with regard to your children, I'm speaking about your children, um, then yeah. you could ask the court to direct that. And, you know, yeah. with, without disclosing too much to the court, because obviously it's confidential information to the other family, what's going on to, to with them. But you could say yeah. that you are fully aware that social services have been involved with dad and that you yeah. would like social services to do, or you would like disclosure of any reports they have done involving dad. And just leave yeah. it there. The mere fact that you're throwing it out there, the court will then want to investigate. Well, see, the thing the thing is, because um, the police are involved, he has been told by um, Child Protection Unit and Safeguarding um, that he is not to make any contact with the children. Yeah, but you've he got to get it. This, but you've got to get it in should, an order, Laura. You've got to get it in an order. Doesn't matter what the police or anybody else says. You've got to get it in a child arrangements order. Yeah. Um, All right. It's just obviously I'm just very paranoid because there is domestic violence there, and it's like he knows where I live, and he has showed up at my door, get, sending in um, 
but then then yeah yeah so there's no need to be paranoid you know if you're going to go before the court ask the court for all the directions that you need and if he does come round and he's threatening behavior then you can get a non-molestation order okay yeah so just just have the confidence in yourself that you know you will get the order that you need in order to protect those children and yourself okay yeah okay brilliant thank you all right thanks thank you bye bye JSB, I'm going to try you again. Oh, did we did we invite um, what's his name back up? Oh, he's not he's not there. Should we just shut that door because the noise? JSB, I'm so sorry I can't hear you again. Um, right, Bayo, what's your question? Hopefully I can hear you. Yol three. No. No. You just getting feedback from us. Can't hear you. Okay, I'm going to just go to a, a quick question on the TikTok. Um, oh, no, you're having a little conversation amongst yourselves. That's fine. Jem, I did see a little question from you earlier. You wanted to send me a message. And thank you, Zoe, um, because you answered Jem there quite right. Either come on to Discord. Uh, we've also got chat rooms in Discord um, where you can leave a question and I will get round and, and answer them as much as I possibly can. Um, I don't have time anymore to answer all the questions in TikTok or, or on Instagram um, just because I spend so much time in Discord um, and obviously, you know, doing stuff like this. Um, but yeah, that's um, thanks, Zoe, for answering that comment. Uh, KMB, what's your question? Yeah, one can help. My um, husband has a con- child arrangement order in place that's been in since October 2020. Uh, he has three boys having regular contact Tuesday night, overnight, Thursday for tea, and every other weekend, all collections from school and, and effectively back to school. Um, and in the two school holidays, there is a two-week block that both parents have, and then they revert to the normal contact arrangements when, uh, obviously, after the two weeks have been had by both parents. And after Luke's two weeks, uh, my partner's two weeks uh, stint, the, we took the boys back to their mum, and his 10-year-old has not been back to us since and just says he doesn't know why he doesn't want to come, he just doesn't want to come. Uh, which, okay, we get that children, you know, as I said to him, children will start to, as they get older, want to meet their friends and so on, we get that. But his mum is saying that he is uncontrollably crying on the sofa, hiding in his bedroom. So to me, I'm thinking, Christ, something seriously, you know, might have happened here. But he has since managed to, my partner's since managed to be able to speak to him briefly, uh, once face-to-face in his van and the other time on the phone. And, And his son is actually okay um, but the, the, his ex-wife is still saying he's, he's 10 years old, he doesn't have to come, it's his choice, and she's told his other two younger children, you have to go because you're young. Harrison, uh, he has a choice because he's 10, he can choose to stay with me if he wants. But the question is, where do we? because there's a child arrangement order and it's an, I think, is it enforceable where she obviously has to make them available or, yep. or you know, effectively yep. she can't hold contact, if you like. She has to follow the order. Yeah. Um, where do we go? Because she's not letting us see him. Okay, so I think that 
yes, she has breached the order because at 10, they're not allowed to just make their own decisions there. They shouldn't right. be still be encouraged by adults. But if there is something wrong with the child, I would be suggesting that either family mediation is attempted, that father is allowed to speak to him on the phone or via FaceTime. I simply wouldn't be taking mom's word for it because what's happened from, you know, when, when father last saw him and he was absolutely fine and he dropped him back, what has happened? You need to get to the bottom of that. If mom isn't allowing or isn't willing to co-parent by doing a chat with the child, some FaceTime, mediation, whatever it might be, to try and get to the bottom of it, then all you can do is just take it back to court for a straightforward breach. Right, so so just to, obviously building on from that, we've we've suggested, or he's suggested mediation with the children, because uh, to be honest, they pair, their, their co-parenting is non-existent, the relationship is awful, we've tried to get to the point where it's better for the children, because it will benefit them, obviously, but she's not willing to go to mediation. If Luke wanted to get his son to speak to a mediator, does his does his mum have to be in agreement to that? Luke well, with parental yeah, responsibility yeah, because be, of his concern. Yeah, because he, the, the the child is in mum's care. So obviously mum's going to have to be the one to bring him to the mediator. If yeah. mum's not engaging, it's just straight to court, isn't it? There isn't anything more you can do. So, so he, he, they're now back at school and the arrangement, the court um, uh, contact arrangement is that Luke collects him from school on a Thursday, uh, a Tuesday and a Thursday. Can he just go to the school and collect him? Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. That's yeah. what we need because tomorrow is what we plan to happen is that he hasn't seen him now for nearly three weeks and we've kind of given it a bit of time because his mum's had a baby. So I think that's probably some of the issue. Yeah. Um, and, and again, we've given it to him get back to school. So we know that tomorrow we can turn up at the school. He should be there available for contact. Yep. You've got your court or order. Or she's taken him or, or got him out. Of, cause she, As I say, I'd, yeah, I mean, if it, you take it back to court, I, I don't know, you know, I don't know what else Fine. I can say to you. You just take no, it back brilliant. to court. Thank All right. Thank you so much. Okay, bye. Bye. Um, quick question on TikTok. So can I hurry a C100 through the court? Yes, you can if it's an emergency, but you have to put that on the front of the C100 um, in order to be able to, to let the court know. And an emergency hearing, you'll generally get a hearing date within two to three days. Another question that I read uh, was at 16, can the child choose? Absolutely, they can. So they're no longer really included on a child arrangements order at 16. Um, and yes, we, what we tend to say is that they vote with their feet. They'll see the parent if they want to. And if they don't want to, there isn't too much you can do about it. Um, Jinxie, you are next on the list. What's your question? Jinxie? No. You're on mute, Jinxie. Take yourself off mute. No, can't hear you. Okay, I'm going to pop you down into the audience again. Helena, have you got a question for me? Uh, Hello. I have. Hi. Hello. Hi. Uh, I just have a um, question regarding to the financial uh, order proceeding that was made uh, uh, June 17. And my ex-husband um, to move out by 31st of um, July from uh, the family home and he hasn't. I was waiting for him until to move out. And I had changed the, the log last week and he appealed uh, uh, and he wasn't used as well. Uh, now he has, uh, we have another hearing for 
um, to stay in all in the in the family house. And I don't know what's the probability. Do you think they will let him back to the family house or can I, don't I know. H- just, Helena? Just, can just, I? Can I just get some clarity? What what sort of order are you talking about? Is this a children's order or a finance order? Or, or... The finance order. Okay. So the finance order says that he can't come back into the property again. Is that is that right? And now um, he appealed and then uh, to stay in the family house. I see. And what does the order say now? Yeah, there, there was uh, the to stay in the family house was refused, and then okay. again we have a hearing on the twenty third of uh, September. Right. And do you think they will let him back? Oh, uh, I they, see. They will take off the so, order. Yeah, from... Helena, that is. I'm really sorry. That's impossible for me to answer. So, by the sounds of it, I think you've got an occupation order, uh, which means yeah. that he has to leave the property. Um, and yeah. you, you, you were successful in that application and now he's appealed it. Um, I don't know is the honest answer. I, I'd need to actually look at your case to be able to, to tell you what his chances of success are on the appeal. If he's been granted an appeal, that means that the courts is going to listen to it. Um, but whether or not they will successfully overturn your order, it, it's hard. I, I couldn't answer. I'm so sorry. OK. All right. Um... All right, okay, because he was uh, giving the reason that he doesn't have anywhere to go and he doesn't earn much money to rent a house as well. There is a child arrangement for him, uh, alternate weekends and only Mondays. Yeah. I just want to know whether this could uh, give him a chance to... The court, the court certainly yeah. won't make an order that throws him out on the streets. Um, I, I will say that to you. So if you know, if if he can prove that he's got nowhere to go and he's got no money to rehouse himself, then they certainly won't make an order that that throws him out on the street. I think what you need to do is show that he can afford it and he and he can go somewhere else. I wouldn't be too worried at the moment about the child arrangements order because it's ineffective. Really, you're both still living in the same property. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't. I, I would. I would focus on the appeal first, and then whatever mm-hmm. the cha- child arrangements order says focus on that second okay okay all right all right thank you so much no problem at all um now interestingly somebody on tiktok has just said do i have any paralegal roles available and i do funnily enough Um, i was actually going to put a message out on discord over the weekend so yes i am looking for a paralegal so if you're interested um, and you want to throw me your cv by all means please do Um, right reese french 12 what's your question Hi. Hello. Hi, yeah, um, I have a really big issue. My 16-year-old son's father killed himself two months ago. I have just found out. My son is 16 and found him, but he had a residency order. Right. And I have no idea. I didn't even know until I received a letter stating it. Okay. So I, I just don't know where to turn, really. In, in in what way? First of all, I'm I'm sorry to, to hear that, but what what's your actual question to me? If your son, who's now sixteen, was living with his father, is your question about whether the child lives with you or? 
Yes. Okay, well, he's 16, so that the court won't make an order anymore. Um, so if your child, if your son wants to come and live with you, that's absolutely fine. If he doesn't, then there isn't too much you can do about it, unfortunately. His grandparents won't even let him contact me. Okay, he's 16, though, so that it's going to be his own choice. That there isn't anything you can do about that. I'm so sorry. Because he's 16. Right, so how, right. how do I have rights just to come and speak to him? As I'm the only person with parental responsibility now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You you can go and speak to him, but you've got to recognise that because he's 16, if he doesn't want to speak to you, see you, visit you, there isn't anything you can do about that. Okay? He, he said before Christmas that um, he wants to see me whenever possible. Right, okay. But his grandparents won't let him have my phone number won't let me have his phone number yeah or anything like that and yeah. i was told i have to go through court to get a, a residency order no you won't get one now because he's 16 i'm really sorry i i there's there's, there's nothing more i can say to that i'm so sorry so right. i just need to get my phone number to him and wait for him to contact me yeah absolutely think of him as an adult now in in, yeah. in, in family court he's an adult now okay all right. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Okay, thank you. Gemma, you are next up. What's your question? Oh, hi. Um, I'm just looking um, to to get a bit more information. Um, <coughs> my situation is I've got uh, two two girls who are 8 and 10 with, um, with one father. And um, with the other father, I've got a 17-month-old. Um, there was domestic abuse in both of them. Um, however, I've only just kind of realised that the first one, it was really bad. Um, so the the father of my youngest uh, boy, um, he um, he was abusive and he physically attacked me. This was back in November. Um, and we've been through family court since then. Um, he was charged for it and found not guilty. Um, but the other father has now kind of got together with with the with with, with the other. Um, so we've had a final hearing. Um, I feel like court has been horrible. Um, we've had a final hearing with the boy, and he's got um, contact with him. He's, he's got shared care, uh, 50-50, But now the the father has put the the father of the girls has put a uh, child arrangements order in, um, and obviously I'm trying to move back to towards my family, um, trying to move the girls' schools. Um, it's going to be kind of better for that. That's where they were born, um, and we've moved around since then when I was with their father. Um, What's your question, Gemma? Uh, sorry, I just um, basically it's the schools. Um, just basically how easy or how difficult is it to um, move the schools um, and how do I go about it? What's the best kind of approach? So, so again, family law, it, it, it's not a sort of one size fits all. So the court's going to be looking at the background and the contents to this. So, so you've just said there, Gemma, that, you know, you, although you'd like to go back to where the uh, children were born, um, you have moved around a fair bit. So it's difficult to answer that question. Um, we've obviously got to make sure that the children have a relationship with the parents because the law is very clear on that. So any move 
that you are thinking of making. Um, if it's not approved by, by the fathers, then you're going to have to obviously make an application to the court to get permission to do that. And the first thing, the court's not going to have any objection to you moving, but they're just going to want to make sure that the children have a relationship with the dad, an ongoing relationship. So it's about, um, you know, figuring figuring it all out really, laid against that, that landscape that your family have. Um, so again, you know, I, I don't deliberately mean to be evasive. It's just it's difficult to answer because the answer will be very bespoke to your family and I don't know enough about your story. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I totally understand that. Um, but but you, you, you can sort of make a judgment call as to how successful your application will be if you can answer yourself, if I make this move, will they still be able to have regular contact with their dad? If the answer to that is yes, then you've probably got a strong application. If the answer to that is no, because it's like going to be 200 miles away, your application is going to be slightly weaker. Then what you're going to be thinking about is persuading the court that without this move, you are going to miss out on a support network, you know, because you might be moving yeah. back to where your family are. That's, am, yeah. that's a slightly weaker argument, but it's definitely an argument that we would use. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously that that's one of the, the kind of main arguments, um, but obviously the girls were, were born back near where my family is as well. Um, we're, we're, we're in a place, we both live in a place where none of our family are. You know, we've kind of both moved um, and his family are, are close to, to, to my family as well, where I'm wanting to go. Um, and he obviously, he doesn't have 50-50 access. He, yeah. he never has. Um, yeah. he's, he's had every Thursday evening after school and every other weekend. Um, so, you know, that could reduce slightly, obviously, if, if we weren't within distance for the Thursday evening, um, but obviously I've said, you know, maybe offer holidays. Um, yeah, I mean, so, you know, I'm, I'm talking about an extreme change to a contact pattern. I mean, you know, missing sort of a yeah. Thursday evening, that 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 would be fine because you, you yeah. just you just have makeup contact at the weekend, perhaps. But, yeah. but that, that would what? be fine. I just feel like the, the social workers, especially, I, I don't know if anybody has had this experience I feel like they're just going for the easy option yeah. rather than the best yeah. option. And I feel like it's it's an uphill struggle and the father doesn't want me to move so much, regardless of whether it's good, it's better for the girls, which it, it, it's going to be better for the girls. They've got a lot more, um, it's a better school. They're, they're in a school with, um, like the, the, it, it, it's, it's a small village school. Uh, yeah. Whereas, you know, they've been moving to a, a bigger school, there's yeah. loads more kind of opportunities for after school things. Uh, I have a support network there, you know, for instance, if, you know, I couldn't get to school to pick them up, I've got... Yeah, and and all that's going to going to stand you in good stead, Gemma. Um, yeah. But if you don't mind, I'm going to move on to the next caller. Is that OK? Yeah, I sure. hope that's helped. Yeah. No, Thank OK. You. All right. So You're much. welcome. You. Bye bye. Hi. Um, Kelly Smith um, has just put a message on TikTok to say that you were on the stage and you accidentally pressed a button. And does that mean you've gone to the back of the queue? I don't see a Kelly Smith in the list, Kelly, because you might have another name. Are you Kel? Um, do you want to just let me know who you are and then we can bump you back up to the top? Do you remember, Pad, who was it a Kel that was up there? Uh, 
Bingo, you're next on the list. What's your question? Hello, um, I've received a, a, an email today uh, from uh, Miss Lister saying that um, regarding me ex's um, house, after the share of the house, yeah, uh, he doesn't think that courts will take it into consideration because it, it's an inheritance and he took his name off it because his brother works in Saudi and his brothers don't pay tax. Right. But his dad still his dad still lives in it. There's no mortgage on it. What's your question, Bingo? Will the courts take it into consideration? My, my solicitor is saying that he doesn't think that they will. If if it's not in his name, they won't. Sorry, did you say it's in the father's name? No. no. The father put it in the two sons' name. Yeah. Which one of them was my ex. Yeah. And recently, he's took his name off it. Okay, well, if you can show... I mean, where, where does he live? In the UK? Yeah. Yeah, and, and this house is where? His, his brother lives... His other son lives in Saudi. Where's the house? In Saudi? No, 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 it's in the UK. Okay, that's fine. So the house is in the UK, your ex is in the UK, and recently he's taken his name off the house, yeah? Yeah, and okay. I've been told by, by, by today, just been informed today that my sister doesn't think they'll take it into consideration because I think, he's still living in the property, his dad. I think that if you can show he's taken his name off the mortgage, uh, sorry, off the property recently, then yeah. he's trying to dispose of assets. So his right. share of the property, whatever the value of that will be, needs to be added to the pot because legally that belongs to him or it did belong to him. Um, and it, it is therefore a matrimonial asset. Sometimes, okay. you know... Thank you very much for your help. Oh, Thank you're you. welcome. Thanks, Bingo. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, Kel, you are next up on the list. What's your question? Oh, Kel. After all that, what a shame. I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, there you go. You're in. Oh, sorry, Adam. I'm not allowed to work this. <laughs> um, right. my, my question is, yeah. um, I was with my um, youngest son's father um, and... Um, he was married to another lady that couldn't have children. He's not seen him since he was three weeks old and he's nearly three on Monday. Um, I've tried going through mediation, but um, and I've got arrangements in place where he's videoing him, but he was told that he was only to introduce himself as his name, not his daddy, but he's gone ahead and introduced himself as that. Um, my son's a little bit confused now and wondering like, what's going on because he believes my oldest son is... His, his dad, because um, I have a good relationship with him, um, whereas my midwife said with my younger son it was domestic abuse. I've got arrangements set in place to meet him in the public place on the 17th of this month, but I don't feel like I can put myself through that. Okay, what's your question, Kel? Sorry. Um, am I best just leaving it to go through the courts if I'm not able to be in, in, in a public place with him? Is there anybody else that could um, bring him to contact rather than uh, you? Well, he's asking for cameras to be... He was asking on the mediation for to be in a place with cameras, but obviously yeah. the place where I arranged haven't got cameras, but um, okay. he's not on the birth certificate. And I'm just wondering, I'm going to be very worried when if someone else takes in that, you know, I'm just going to be 
very I've got anxiety and depression so uh, right so so let's let, let's break it down we've got a child arrangements order yes that he gets to see that your 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 son no, no child okay. arrangements order, nothing All right. in place. Well, then that, that, that's the first step, isn't it? If you've got welfare concerns, if you have genuine welfare concerns um, because yeah. there's been domestic violence, then you don't have to agree to him seeing the child and he will then make an application to the court for a child arrangements order. Okay? Yeah. That's the first thing. As soon as if, I got pregnant, obviously, because he was married to someone that couldn't have children, as yeah. soon as I got pregnant, he was threatening to take him off, off me. Yeah. Using so, mental health with my first child that, if you know, you, that I wasn't stable. If you then get the child arrangements order, Cal, and it turns out that there are no welfare concerns or the court think that it's in the child's best interest to have contact then the, the handover and where the handover takes place and who does the handover, that won't necessarily stop contact from going ahead, which is no, why no. which is why I was saying if, if, if you have already made the arrangements and you don't have welfare concerns, then change the place that you're going to meet to where there is cameras and get somebody else, a friend of yours um, or, you know, one of your family members to drop the child off. But if there's welfare concerns, then you don't have to agree. Yeah, I just right. don't know where it's going to go from there without going to the court, just, you know, meeting in a public place. Where does it go from there? Because, you know, I, I do feel like you wouldn't bring him back. But but you'd have your court order. So you'd have a court order then that says he has to return him at four o'clock on a Saturday or whatever it is. So if he didn't return him, he's breached the order. You, you'd you soon get your, your son back and then he wouldn't have contact again unless it was supervised. And will the court take into consideration my oldest son, who's 11, who's got special needs, that when he goes to his dad's, it would be benefit for my younger son to go to his dad's at the same time? Potentially, but your your older son won't be part of this application, so they're only going to look at the younger son and what's in his best interests, OK? Yeah. All right. OK, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks, Kel. <laughs> Bye-bye. Um, Rachel Mitch... Yeah. Hello, what's your question? I, uh, uh, my, me and my um, husband, uh, uh, we're just at the part where um, I have to apply, you know, for the decree night, what would have been the decree night I. Yeah. And I need to put the financial paperwork in. And it's all amicable. Well, it's been amicable. <laughs> but what, I need to know who needs to write the, the financial statement because we've we've agreed the only thing there is to split is a pension. We've agreed to split it fifty fifty. There's no house, no anything. There are kids, but he's paying child maintenance, so that's all sorted out. I just need someone to write the financial bit order so the, I can hand that into the court. The, who writes that? The financial order, do you mean, Rach? Yes, yeah. that's the word. Yeah, yes. so, a solicitor, <laughs> a solicitor will write that for you. So I do need a solicitor to You will. That. Yeah, absolutely. You'll, you'll need right. them to draft the order, 100%. Right. I've got a, I've got an appointment next week, but I wanted to make sure that that's what yeah. I needed to do and there weren't another way around it No. without involving a solicitor. They'll that's do it for absolutely you. fine. Okay, no worries. Thanks, Thanks Rachel. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Emmy Wilson, you are next on my list. What's your question? Hello, Emmy Wilson. I do recognise that name. We've invited Maz up as well to ask the question. I can't see any questions on TikTok. Uh, everyone's tapping to show the love. Thanks, guys. Amazing. 
My daughter is having a problem with her son's dad. Could you give us some information, please? I would love to. What's the problem? I don't. I need a little bit more information than that. If you come on to Discord and join, although there is still a fairly big queue here with everyone. Can you speed up a, a Fahedra? Not really. Fahedra is a children's hearing for those of you that are listening. You can't really speed them up. Um, the court will go as quickly as the court will go. Um, the courts all over the country at the moment are um, so under pressure with all the applications that they've got. Um, they will just list it um, when they can, unfortunately. Uh, right, who have we got up? Maz? Can you Hi, hear me? Yeah. Hello, Maz. What's your question? Hi. Um, so basically, my partner is going through a divorce at the moment. Um, this is a second application that he's applied for because she refused to sign the first one, wanted to defend it, didn't do it. So now the second one is this new um, divorce order. Yeah. So she refused to accept or acknowledge the paperwork. So we managed to get um, a text message off her, refusing, saying that she doesn't want to sign the papers. She wants to make his life misery. We've given that to the judge. He's accepted it. He's now onto a conditional order part. Yeah. So we need to go and do the financial order. Yeah. Um, we actually sent you an email to discuss that further privately, but I've just got a question. So he, yeah. the only thing he has now is a property with his ex. Yes. He's got two children. She's got another child uh, with somebody else. Yeah. Um, they both own the property. Yeah. Um, she's now moved in her new partner into the property with his daughter. Yeah. So um, he's actually not been able to live on his own or rent. So he's been couch surfing in the beginning. He's staying with me. I'm paying for everything. We're expecting a new child now in the next three months. He can't really afford to do anything. So I'm taking most of the financials on. Yeah. So we're just wondering what will happen with that home if he can't make ends meet. And not to mention when they did buy the property, he went out and took out all the loans because she's got a bad credit score. He kitted out the whole house with all the furniture. He has to pay all that debt back, and this is why he's left with no money. So we're just wondering um, what could happen with that property where he can't live on his wage because he's still paying marital assets. So effectively, if they own the property 50-50 and yeah. she's got a new partner and he's got a yeah. new partner i.e. you, um, I see no reason why they can't just either her and her new partner buy him out of the property or the property yeah. is sold and the equity divided equally between them because yeah. everybody's needs seem to be met now. So I think yeah. that the starting point, it won't matter if he isn't paying the mortgage anymore because that will never impact upon his um, ownership of the property. And no, so she's basically like paying the rent a sort, but everything yeah. else like the whole house all the furniture everything he's actually currently paying all the loans off for property that he doesn't even live in yeah or use yeah so, so um, i think yeah. i think that's gonna i mean a the starting point is to get that legal advice if you've emailed me then yeah. I'll, i will give you yeah. um, a, a better email answer because obviously you'll have put more information in the email from there then i'm going to be suggesting mediation you know after a letter's yeah. been written if they can't agree with with a couple of letters then i'm going to be suggesting mediation and from there it would be a court application but essentially because she's got a new partner and so does yeah. he, so does he then everything should now be divided equally there nobody has more need than the other now because you've you, you've both moved on and got new partners if that makes sense yes it does make sense definitely All right. okay Fab. yeah that's great 
Okay, you're welcome. Thanks, Maz. Bye. Uh, Kazi, you are next up on the list. Oh, hi. Can you hear me? I can, yeah. What's your question? Okay. Um, so I'll just explain first. I'm I'm doing a Form A, and it's really yeah. sort of just like um, about the documents, really. I'm just sort of confused with all the forms and stuff. That So I, I did have a solicitor, and I had to kind of um, get rid of her because I'd spent too much money with her already, and so I'm said to her, I'm doing it on my own. Yeah. At the time that I had my solicitor... Um, I, I initially did the divorce forms online and then she took over. Yeah. Um, now that I've got all my file back again, um, yeah. or got my file back, yeah. um, do I need to... Um, do I need to let the courts know that I've I've got... I'm dealing with my divorce bit? Yes. Or do it, does that sort of just override all... Yes. Yes, yeah. yeah, so you, you, will, you will fill out what's called a notice of acting... Um, so okay. if you go onto the court website, it's an FP8, I think, but notice of acting. And yeah, I think it's an FP8. Okay. But, okay, but anyway, if, 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 if I've got that wrong, it's a notice of acting. That, that's what it's headed. And, and you, you'll acting. fill out okay. box A. And box A says, my previous solicitor, and then you enter their name and their address, is no okay. longer acting for me and I represent myself. And okay, you'll put your it. details in and then you will send that into to the court. And they once okay. they receive that, they will then amend the the um, their system. So it reflects that you are now acting for yourself. OK, that's great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I was on the phone, was on the, phone the other day for um, an hour to what I thought was the the and I just got, got cut off right at the very end. And I was like, oh, it was so frustrating. Oh, the, I mean, the other the other thing about the form A, if I can yeah. just ask another quick question is yeah. that um, it, it, it talks about tick all the statements that apply. So why am I applying? And again, it's really confusing. Like, what am I applying for? I'm I'm applying because I need to sort out all the finances and split all the you know whatever it is between us so but do I does that mean I have to tick every box I mean because there's so many boxes on there and yeah if you know, they're lost already yeah I mean generally if, if you don't know what you're going to be applying for at this stage then mm -hmm. I would I would tick lump sum order property adjustment order you know mm -hmm. maintenance just tick a couple of them because you don't actually know Okay. All right. Okay, that's great. The the that's important great. thing is don't, don't don't stress too much about what you tick because the important thing is that when you then make the application, you'll then have to do a form E, um, and it will okay. be the form E where you'll go into a little bit more depth. Okay, that's brilliant. Thank All you right. so much. That's really helpful. You're welcome. Okay. okay. Bye. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Um, there's a couple of people on TikTok um that keep telling me they're being they're joining the queue and constantly getting thrown out. That was Vicky and Pezza. And I must admit, I did just see that because I looked for you, Vicky, in the list and you were right at the bottom. And I just said to Paddy, can you ask her to invite her up to the stage? And with that, you got thrown out again. Uh, we do actually have somebody working on the Discord channel at the moment, um, along with Patrick. So I'll, I'll mention that to them um, because clearly it's not fair. If you've, if you've joined the queue an hour ago and you keep getting thrown out, every time you raise your hand, you get to the bottom of the queue. So Vicky, you're up on the stage now. What's your question? Can you hear me? I can, yeah. Um, so I currently have a non-molestation order um, against my ex-partner. It actually runs out next week. Yeah. Um, and we have a son together. Um, yeah. And he has a son from a previous relationship who he does have contact with. Yeah. Um, he took her to court um, when I was with him. She made up. Oh, where's she gone? Everyone's got booted out. 
everyone, literally everyone just got booted out. I, I saw your message, Shannon, and I just literally pointed to Patrick to say, ask Shannon to come up next. Um, and with that, you disappeared. Uh, Vicky, we will get you back. I don't know what's happened there. In the meantime, let's just call, oh, you've called up Shannon. Vicky, I will get you back. Don't worry, we will get, we will get you on. And Beth, you are also on the stage. I'll come to you shortly as well. Shannon, what's your question? I can, Shannon. Yeah, what's your question? You're on mute, Shannon. Hi, can you hear me? I can now, yeah. Hi, lovely. Um, it's just a question. I'm just going to keep it me. Um, I actually got a chance to say a few things tomorrow with my um, ex-partner and the guy saying, please. Oh dear, your challenge has been thrown out as well. That's a really good question, you know, Ruby. Can I get people on here on the live as guests? That's worth thinking about. What's that? Have people on as guests. Um, very good question. Um, who would you want on as a guest, actually? Who would you want to see on the TikTok live? I know, we're having some technical problems. Um, I'm so sorry. People are getting thrown out and I don't quite know why. Beth, I'm going to come to you because you've been waiting patient, patiently on the stage. What's your question? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can. So my question is, my partner, um, he's got a child arrangement order in place since February with another of his three children. Yeah. Um, every week since that court order was filed by the judge, there's been breaches from the children are late to not turning up. Yeah. To the holidays that are planned in the order, she doesn't bring her back to yeah. our house. The ex-wife is the who who they live with. We've applied for a um, enforcement order through the courts for the breaches. Yeah. Um, the courts have spoken to her, and Kafkas have spoken to her just to reiterate how important it is to follow the order. However, since that, there are still breaches, and the main breaches that have been. So his, uh, so the mother of the children's new partner drops the children off every Sunday with us um, due to the mother not wanting to come near the property, which is fair enough. But in the court order, it does state when the partner drops the children off, he is not to get out the car, doesn't even open the window, no direct contact um, between both parties. However, lately, even after the court has, um, court has rewritten the court order um, and Kafka has spoken to them he is still continuing to breach uh the court order but recently he's been turning up at our property um whenever he wants um without the children demanding the children's property so we have called the police on every incident and failed it as harassment now we've had the letter through the post last week stating that um the enforcement hearing is um will be taking place next week um and in the meantime, we have applied for a non-molestation order. So my question is, would my partner be able to amend the court order in the enforcement hearing next week, um, despite it already being changed a couple of weeks ago? And also, the non-molestation order is against myself, but I'm not a party in the court order, and neither is his ex-wife's partner but after speaking to the police they advised to apply for a non-molestation order and an occupation order which we have but what is the likelihood of that being approved since 
there's no relation between myself and her new partner and how would that affect the hearing the enforcement hearing next week well the two things are separate first of all okay. and, and and an application for non-molestation will have absolutely no impact on an enforcement order because it's only an application that's been made you know it hasn't yeah. been granted or approved or anything like that um, I think that the you're right. There is no relationship between you and his ex or whoever that other lady is. So I'm not sure that you can get. Well, I know that you can't get a non-molestation order because that that does come under the Family um, Act, and 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 there is no connection there. Perhaps yeah. a harassment order, but that's over in the criminal um, camp. So I can't help you out there. Um, yeah. But with regards to the enforcement order, again, as I say to everybody, Beth, regardless of when the last order was made, if it's in the best yeah. interest of the children, then the court will make the order. So I shouldn't yeah. I shouldn't worry about that. Yeah, because every week, every weekend while the while the kids are dropped off in our care, yeah, they, and he gets out the car and breaches the order. The, yeah. the kids' faces, uh, their anxiety goes sky high. They're upset. They're scared of what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, good so, good luck next week with that hearing. But but I think I think the enforcement, um, if it's in the children's best interest, it will be yeah. made. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, Great. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So Ruby suggested on TikTok that we get guests on live to ask the questions. I'll have a chat with Paddy because I'm not sure how I'd make that work, um, especially as I'm doing Discord and then I'd have to do. But I'm, I'm not I'm not against it. I think I think it's a really good idea. But something that did interest me, somebody said, how about we get the black belt barrister on? Um, my sons, <coughs> I didn't see him um, just because I'm so busy working most of the days. But one of my sons saw him um, and I actually think he, he he's really quite good. So, yeah, perhaps we will reach out to him um, or one of you guys reach out to him and maybe we'll do a little collab. That might be a good idea. Anyway, there we go. Um can I just, before I sign out, guys, let you lot on Discord know that I am releasing a new set of updates for the server. So can everyone have a look in the announcement channel, please? Because we are making some improvements to our Discord channel, uh, which is quite exciting. So just have a look in the announcements channel for me. Um, we are, uh, what is that pad? Do you want to? Uh, it's just a load of things. It's just easy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you, if you have a look there, it, it's all there, all the changes that we're, we're doing to the server and you never know that may help people to stop getting kicked out because I could genuinely see tonight guys, um, Vicky and Shannon, um, and we did keep inviting you back onto the stage. I was really conscious, but for some reason, the system keeps throwing you out. I don't know why it was throwing some of you out, but not all of you. That that was really, um, yeah, Judge Rinder, like like he'd come on to uh, Legal Queen's channel, please. <laughs> He's way too busy. Um, but yeah, so hopefully we'll get that that sorted um, so that all of you, uh, none of you, sorry, get kicked out anymore. But for now, guys, I'm going to sign off. It's after seven. I hope that that was helpful to those of you with um, family law questions. Um, and I'm back again next Monday at six for another hour. So um, thanks again. Take care of yourselves and bye bye.